In a world where millions of people created podcasts, one man decided to join them. Raised on the seashore of Maine, educated on the mean streets of Brooklyn, and grabbing the bull by the horns in Dallas, he fought tooth and nail to bring you entertainment. Average Joe style. Recorded live in his whiskey-soaked studio of Dallas, Texas, it's the Ian Gleason Show. Featuring today's occasionally talked about topics, semi-relevant news, sporadic segments, and once in a while, fabulous guests. And now, your host of the party, Ian Gleason. Hi, everybody, and welcome to this bonus episode of the Ian Gleason Show this week. I think we're going to do this for a little while. It's just me, my hero buddy, Ian. And uh, we've decided that um, we don't want to talk about coronavirus all the time now. I know everybody's getting innovative with it. And uh, obviously, if there's information that should be passed along, um, we'll certainly discuss it um, as it relates to the virus going around. But we've decided that, uh, or I've decided, that it'd be nice to throw in a couple of extra episodes while a lot of people are doing a whole lot of nothing. So that's what we're here for. Um, first and foremost, I wanted to make mention, uh, and I will mention it again over the course of uh, this episode, it's just going to be a, a few minute episode, just for something different, um, <clears throat> that we have started a GoFundMe page. Uh, it's called Feed the Nurses and MDs, and basically our premise is we, will, uh, we have somebody to manage the account, and they will uh, take funds from that account and purchase uh, meals at local restaurants. And uh, I have a physician friend who is coming up with a plan as to how we can facilitate getting those uh, small mom and pop local restaurants uh, to make the food and uh, somehow pass it along to uh, doctors and nurses. A lot of them are not able to leave work and a lot of them uh, are working very significant hours if they are able to leave work. So. We just thought that'd be something uh, something that we could do. There's not a whole lot you can do, especially since we're all tied to our homes for the most part, uh, depending upon where you are in the U.S. or around the globe. But it seemed like a good idea uh, to at least try to do something. So I know the finances are tight for a lot of people right now. If you got a couple of dollars swinging around, uh, feed the nurses and MDs on GoFundMe. Um, once we get uh, a certain amount, then we'll start uh, sending them around, and you can also make requests for places that you would like them to send uh, food from local restaurants to uh, doctors and nurses. Uh, if you donate, just add in the comment section that you would like it to go to uh, such and such a place. We have a couple of hospitals here in Dallas that we're going to be working with, which is where we broadcast from, and also in New York City, which has been pretty hard hit. Uh, obviously, if you've seen any of the news lately, I have uh, some physician friends there who are also helping us facilitate that. So we just want to keep small restaurants and businesses going and while all the while helping out the people that are helping us out through this whole situation. So feed the nurses and MDs on GoFundMe. Um, we'll take whatever we can get and we will uh, we have somebody already in place to distribute that and have a couple of locations in mind for where they want to purchase meals from. And uh, we're just working out the logistics right now, being able to actually drop them off at a hospital. It's not like you can just walk in. So 
there is kind of a uh, go-between, but uh, we have some physician friends who are working on a solution for that. So thank you, everybody who has donated or who will donate or who wants to donate. Uh, even if you can't, it seems like um, the best way to keep everybody moving uh, and keep businesses open is try to support them however you can, even if it's from a distance. So this is the idea that we came up with. So once again, thank you for everybody who's uh, helped out with that. And also thank you again to our Patreon people. I know we have a couple new uh, sign-uppers on Patreon, and we will give you guys shout-outs when we do the full episode uh, that's going to be recorded this weekend. So uh, once again, we really appreciate you guys, especially now that times are really difficult. Um, but it is what it is. So if you're able to help us out, we really appreciate that too. So on to other things. Uh, I've chosen to record outside because I'm tired of being inside, as if you probably couldn't tell already. Sorry for the wind and uh, <laughs> ancillary noises like sirens that are going by constantly for some reason all of a sudden, right when I try to record. Uh, I also don't have internet at my house at the moment, and it uh, doesn't look like we're going to have somebody come to repair it anytime soon. So I am uh, up the street at uh, near a location where my uh, lady Bethany worked. Uh, still technically has a job there, um, but obviously uh, working in the service industry, they are not open. So we've been stuck at home for the last couple of weeks together, which is nice. We get along very well, but at times I need to go out and take a breather, so I am outside right now by myself recording this thing. Uh, hopefully the audio quality isn't too bad. We've done some tests here and there. So it seems like uh, it will at least be functional, uh, if not actually listenable. So I appreciate you guys uh, for checking in on that. Um, another thing that I wanted to get to with, uh, with you guys, the listeners, and uh, those of you who are intimately aware of the show and those of you who may just be new, for the show. If you go to the iangleasonshow.com, the website, uh, we have our Facebook and Twitter accounts posted on the front of that page, uh, and also the Patreon donate button if you'd like to help us out in that avenue. But go to the uh, go to the Facebook and Twitter accounts for the Ian Gleason Show, and uh, let us know what you're doing to pass the time. I know Netflix has been a big thing for a lot of people, so I did uh, I did get out of the house the other day and went up to a local restaurant where their internet is still working and watched uh, the Joe the Tiger thing. I got about, uh, I'm almost done with the third episode right now. I had seen this guy before. Um, if I'm not mistaken, he ran for president. Um, if you don't know who I'm talking about or you don't have Netflix, just Google Tiger Joe or Joe Tiger or, you know, whatever, uh, and take a look at this character. He's a very interesting individual, and the uh, docuseries is, uh, that's on Netflix is also very interesting. I didn't know much about this guy other than the fact that I, I think he ran for president. I think that's where I know him from. Um, obviously, uh, for those of you who do know who he is, that was not a serious viable option for this guy, but he went ahead and did it anyway. And I'm going to give credit to people who run for president uh, that know that they don't have a snowball's chance in hell of getting elected. Uh, maybe some of these people, like in his case, maybe they think they do have a chance to get elected, which is even crazier. 
But you look at some of the down ballot candidates, uh, mostly on the Democratic side this time around because it's an incumbent Republican uh, president. So he's not going to face a lot of opposition. Uh, he'll have some from his own party, but it's unlikely to go anywhere uh, because that's just not how uh, modern American presidential politics works. But if you look at the Democratic side of the ballot, way down the ballot, there's a lot of people on this ballot. And you've not heard of most of them, I'm sure, and probably not seen them, certainly not on the debate stages. You had to have a, a certain percentage of support in order to be able to uh, to be in these debates because there were so many people running for president. It's kind of like how the Republicans... Uh, ran last time with just blue coogs of people uh, running, and it got sifted out towards the end. Uh, some of those people running for president on the Democratic side, I think they believe that they might actually have a chance when realistically they don't. They dump some money into this thing. You see their ads. I would like to think, though, that those people who are serious enough to have, you know, well-produced ads and placed at appropriate times, I'd like to think that their primary goal is probably to uh, force issues, bring up issues, as opposed to actually think that they're going to get elected to the presidency. They're not going to get elected. Uh, guys like Tiger Joe or whatever... Uh, I think he probably thought that maybe he'd have a chance. Those are the people that are fascinating for me to watch, are the ones that don't understand the reality of what they're up against. But hey, he did it. you got to have some balls to run for president, so I give him credit for that. And all the guys that ran for president that knew that they weren't ultimately going to be elected, it's just interesting to watch, especially now that there isn't a whole lot to watch. Uh, I guess you're having a hard time following politics now, too, or at least I am. Um, not not because of the content. I always have a hard time following politics because of the content. Uh, but just you're not seeing a lot of stuff right now uh, outside of the coronavirus stuff. Uh, I watched just, just before I started recording, I watched the uh, nightly news. I've moved from CBS to ABC in terms of my uh, national nightly news viewing. I'm, I'm a little miffed at how they gave Jeff Glor the boot from CBS. I really thought he was doing a great job. I also liked Scott Pelley. I was pissed when he got the boot. Uh, Nora O'Donnell hosts it now, and she's fine. I liked her on the morning show, but I just, there's something about the CBS anchor chair that they haven't been able to get it right really since Walter Cronkite, but he, Dan Rather did it for a long time too. And he was, he was money. Uh, the constant change over there is aggravating. So shifted my attention to ABC news. Um, and the entire newscast has been from the beginning of this thing and continues to be only news about the virus. And I understand that that's dominating everybody's thoughts. It's dominating how we live our lives. Uh, things are incredibly different to the tune of stuff that we've never seen before. Uh, certainly not in our lifetime. But there's never been an organized response like this, either nationally or even really globally, uh, to something like this before. So it's, it's fascinating to watch. 
and uh, and hopefully everybody's staying safe. I don't want to make it sound like I'm taking this lightheartedly. In the beginning, I did, and I admitted that, well, I was wrong. It turns out this thing was worse than I thought. So stay safe. And again, I'm not I'm not trying to make this a lighthearted conversation, but um, it is fascinating to see what the response is like to live in a time where this is the response. I think the the next closest comparison probably, uh, at least that comes to my mind, is um, the Spanish flu of 1918, uh, where there was not a good response, and it made things exponentially worse. I think maybe you can say the polio epidemic of the, uh, well, really the 20s through the 50s into the 60s, um, you could probably equate those two. to the to the virus, I don't mind seeing it because I, like I said, I'm fascinated in knowing what's going on and the fact that we're living through a, a historic event. Uh, hopefully, all of us will be living through it, and unfortunately, that's not the case. But I also want to see something else periodically, and uh, without uh, functioning internet at my house. That also means that I don't have functioning cable at my house. So my options are pretty much limited. I did go out and get myself a digital uh, TV antenna until all of this blows over and I can actually get somebody to my house to do this stuff uh, that needs to be done. But I'm still really, really limited on channels. For those of you who grew up uh, in the era that I did or earlier, probably remember rabbit ears. At some point, you've come across a television in your life that had rabbit ears. Not so much now. Uh, But the technology's gotten really good. I have somewhere on the order of like 30 channels. Most of them are foreign language channels. And the channels that I really want, the the main channels plus the big four plus PBS, um, about half of those work. So that's a little frustrating, but there are other things to watch. So if you get stuck in a position where you have to get a digital antenna, it's really not that bad, but I'm limited in what I have access to. And the coronavirus thing is, uh, while it is omnipresent, obviously needs to be paid attention to, but it's starting to wear me out a little bit. So hence why we are doing these bonus shows. Uh, I plan on having some guests Come on to these bonus shows. Uh, I have a lot of other stuff to talk about, including a new podcast that I'm going to be trying out. We're doing a pilot for uh, this new podcast, and I don't want to get into a lot of details about it right now, mostly because uh, the guy that I'm creating the podcast with uh, lives in Brooklyn, New York. This is not somebody that I knew when I lived in Brooklyn. We found each other in roundabout means uh, through the podcasting community, and this is something he'd always wanted to try. So we have a network in mind that we would like to have a first crack at this thing and give it a listen. And if they're not interested, then maybe we'll start a little network of our own. We've been talking about that for a while. So um, I, again, I don't want to give too much away right now because I want to. We want to have a few in the can before we're ready to to take a deep dive in what exactly it is and where you can find it. But another way that I'm finding to keep myself busy while all this stuff is going on, um, there are places that are hiring, believe it or not, while this is going on. So I've been doing a lot of trying to find bonus work anywhere I can get it. Uh, 
that's been a little challenging because obviously everybody who is out of work right now, and there are a lot of us, uh, they're saying right now it, it appears that they, they don't have the actual numbers for the week, but they're saying by the end of this week, the unemployment rate in the U.S. should be somewhere around 32%, which is huge. I mean, it, it's been of late before all this happened, uh, somewhere between 3 and 5%, depending upon where you are and uh, you know what was going on economically at the time. 32% is massive. Uh, and obviously, once this thing passes, a lot of these people will be able to go back to work. My concern is for those places that were barely hanging on in the first place. Uh, this is probably going to sink a lot of people, uh, a lot of businesses, which is which is sad and frustrating. Uh, another reason why we want to help out with the GoFundMe page is to keep a lot of these places open. And I've noticed that a lot of uh, companies, uh, especially bigger companies are not really forgiving about this whole thing. I got a note on my door the other day that my complex was moving to all online pay for rent, which is fine because I'd done that already anyway. It's more convenient. But there are a lot of people there that don't have that access or even know how to access it. And I can understand if the dropping off of a paper check at the office has to be suspended for now because of the situation that we're in. They've eliminated it altogether. And if you don't have a bank account that you can use in order to pay your rent, there's a service charge of like three bucks. If you use a credit card, there is a service charge of 50 bucks to pay your rent. That to me is ridiculous. And I don't want to say it's profiteering because you already know the circumstance that you're in when you move into an apartment complex like that. But to be laid off for two months out of the year or two weeks out of the month, rather, and not have a contingency plan. Uh, fortunately, I'm fine and, and Bethany in our household is OK, but I'm sure there are plenty of people out there that don't know how they're going to pay it. And as of this recording, this is the first of the month. So I know where I live, they give you a you know, leeway of up until the third before they start charging you fees on top of that. But I feel like that's just kind of, it's insensitive and a little dicky. The complex itself is not going to go out of business. And if it were, it's not going to happen over the course of a month or two months. Like I said, I don't need the help. I'm very fortunate <clears throat> that we have a support network that we're going to be able to get through this thing financially. But not everybody has that. And to start making demands that could cost people exponentially more money in a time when they may not be working, kind of a dick move, in my opinion. Uh, but such is the nature of business, I guess. Uh, so just be advised that a lot of your bills, uh, including credit cards and stuff like that, the corporations that need the money the least at this moment, uh, most of them are full, full speed ahead. So don't think that because this thing is going on that you don't have to pay your bills. Probably check in with each of the uh, you know recurring bills that you have, whether it's your utilities or your rent or credit cards or whatever. Um, because a lot of people are kind of being dicky about it, I think. Uh, personal interpretation. And also the, the checks that are going to be cut uh, or sent. I file my taxes also online. So 
and I use direct deposit. For those of us in that situation, uh, if you filed your taxes for calendar year 2018 and or 2019 uh, already, then you will automatically get a check if you have a checking account that takes direct deposit from the government or they'll be cutting paper checks. This is the latest and the best way that I understand how exactly this is going to work. So there is some help coming, but man, two, three weeks from now, it's going to take for that stuff to get out. That's That can be a cripplingly long time for people who are on lower income levels as it is, or people whose jobs have been suspended because we can't go anywhere, or especially people who are in a tight working situation and have kids, that is just a lot of time to sit there and stew about how you're going to solve these problems. Um, so my idea is to do whatever we can do. Uh, that's why I started the GoFundMe page, Feed the Nurses and MDs. Um, we're going to use all local restaurants and just send healthcare workers pre-made uh, meals. Um, that's one way that we can help. That's the best way that we came up with that we could help. Um, sort of just starting a thousand GoFundMe pages and hoping people have enough money to donate to it so that we can help some people, especially people who are going to be really, really suffering financially, um, to feed them because they're going to, if they're not already in difficult straits, they're going to be as this wears on because it looks like it's going to last longer than we were originally told. So as a hopefully pleasant distraction, I am going to do these episodes uh, periodically. Like I said, we'll probably be uh, upping our output to two episodes a week for right now. I know that the link on uh, the uh, on the SoundCloud account, which is where we post um, most of these episodes, there's there's a little bit of a backlog problem. So you'll really only be able to get the first few most recent episodes. Uh, until we can get that corrected, and we should be able to do that at some point later on this week. So the whole catalog will be there for you to binge listen. If you're new to the Ian Gleason Show or you haven't listened to old episodes, it's been a long five years with a rotating cast of people. Um, some of the weirdest topics uh, that, that you could possibly discuss on a podcast, and we covered all that anyway. So we're going to continue to do that more. Uh, and like I said, while we're doing these uh, dual episodes, we'll hopefully have some guests on. Uh, we may or may not have other members of the, the main show, uh, the the regular output of the show on. Uh, it's just dependent upon where they're at, how they feel and stuff like that. But I want to give you guys a little bit more, uh, I don't want to necessarily say enjoyment. You, you could hate listen to this thing. You could find it boring, but use it as background noise. Um, but definitely want to put out something that is not coronavirus-centric. And while the uh, the regular weekly publication of the podcast seems to be headed uh, continuously in that direction, this is going to be a little midweek pop-in to talk about something else. So if you'd like to send us some suggestions of what you want to talk about, what you want us to talk about, uh, what you've been doing with, with this uh, shelter-in-place order, what you do for a living, 
um, because not everybody is staying home. Other people still have to get out there and work. So uh, let us know how those things are going for you and what you want to hear in the uh, bonus episodes that we're going to be doing. Um, just go to the Ian Gleason Show. That's T H G I A N G L E A S O N S H O W dot com. Uh, on the front is our Facebook page, our links to our Facebook page, links to our Twitter account, links to our Patreon. Once again, thank you to our Patreon donors. And also, in the upper left-hand corner of the website, there is the phone number. Uh, that's 856-244-8447. 856-244-TIGS, or The Ian Gleason Show. We're going to be using that. Uh, hopefully soon to be able to take live calls. But in the meantime, you can always leave a voicemail there or you can always uh, text that phone number too. And right underneath that is the uh, email address. If you want to get in touch with the show, it's theeangleasonshow at gmail.com. So please send us some stuff that you want us to talk about or some stuff to let us know how you're handling all of this stuff. And we'll be able to you know, talk about it on the podcast, all that and more. Thanks for checking in, everybody. I am Ian Gleason, and this is The Ian Gleason Show. This concludes another episode of The Ian Gleason Show. As always, thank you for listening, and good day.